Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Joined by Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. Dr. Kennedy, good to have you back. I'm so glad to have you on to talk about the Democratic Convention. What do you make of this thus far? I'll give you a couple of points of view, Hugh, from 30,000 feet. Number one, um, Joe Biden may be the nominee, but the the new head of the, of the Democratic Party is Bernie Sanders. That's clear. Um, he is he is almost single-handedly, along with Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, uh, moved this party to a place that I think most objective, fair-minded people say, boy, they changed. We don't recognize it. Number two, uh, the folks who put together the convention clearly have tried to minimize the role of Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez. Um, that's just a fact. She and Senator Sanders uh, are the two people um, most responsible for the changes in the party, and Bernie gets top billing, and and she doesn't. Number three, um, not a lot of uh, not a lot of focus on on their real policies. It, it's they're focusing on warm and fuzzy stuff, like you know uh, that we all could agree on. Uh, they're for children. They're for prosperity. They're for racial justice. They're for little warm puppies. Uh, I mean, who can disagree with that? Uh, they're, they're clearly trying to hide their new agenda from the American people. And they're trying to make the election, obviously, about uh, which it would be to some extent anyway, about uh, about the uh, uh, Trump administration. Now, Senator Kennedy, yesterday you told Sean uh, Hannity, quote, redistribution and race underpins all of their policies. I don't recognize this Democratic Party. How many years have you been in the Senate, Senator? Uh, four years almost. And so has it changed that rapidly? Well, it, it's, I'll tell you what's changed you for me in the last six or eight months. Um, look, I, I, you know, I disagree with people, but I try to get along with everybody. And in dealing with the press, uh, they're around us all outside of the, the pandemic. Uh, they're ra- we're around them all the time. They're around us asking for comments. You know, I try to just take all comers. Uh, but in the last few months, the, 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 the press has really taken sides in this. Um, and I think it's hurt journalism. I, I just do. I, I, I just think there ought to be a separation between opinion and reporting of the facts. And that's changed. I mean, it's just um, breathtaking to me. And I think, of- I think long term it's going to hurt 
journalism because people are losing confidence in it. Oh, I, I wrote that for the Post a few weeks ago that the uh, media has to heal itself. The president identified. I saw that. I read your piece. Yeah, it, it, it's broken. I've been in this business 30 years and it's broken. Largely it's because it's not yeah, healthy. People are not transparent. Yesterday's question about QAnon, I'm sure you agree with me. QAnon doesn't need any light. It does not need to be talked about. It's a small group of conspiracy theorists. It is not driving anyone. Do you know anyone who believes QAnon in the United States Congress? No. No. I don't so, know anyone. I don't know anyone outside of the United States Congress. I mean, I don't know that much about them. I just ignored it. That's what I have done. They're on the cover of the Atlantic. It's a made-up thing like the post office conspiracy. It's not made up. They exist, but it's made up in its significance. And Tifa, on the other hand, is out there burning down stores, and they're very real. QAnon gets a question, and Tifa doesn't. This is the kind of bias I think you're talking about. Yes, and, and, and the post office. Um, the, the post office so-called catastrophe, uh, Speaker Pelosi just made it up. Uh, I mean, she, I mean, speak, the speaker is very well versed in the stuff she makes up. And it's <laughs> the, crazy. The, 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 there's nothing wrong with the post office. It's, it's it, because of its leadership, its past leadership. It's been the same inefficient institution it's always been since pre- the Obama administration. We've been trying to to, to uh, cut costs over there because their business is down the third. But but the, the post office is perfectly able to handle mail-in ballots. They got $15 billion in cash, another $10 billion line of credit. Why don't we want to give them more money? Well, it. you know, it is a, it's the craziest doggone thing I've seen, and it knocked coverage of the most significant breakthrough in the Middle East in 30 years off the front pages. And I just talked with Jim Talent about how the Republicans ought to do their convention next week. He talked about the president and all the Republicans emphasizing the positive aspects of many, many achievements of the Trump years. I am personally concerned with production values because I think this Democratic convention is unwatchable. Have you been giving any advice to Ronna McDaniel about how to do this? Uh, no, Ronna, great person. She had an ask, and, and so I don't volunteer. I'll tell you, I, just one person's opinion to you, here's how I'd do it. I would spend the whole time talking about policy, what we've done, what this administration has achieved, and also what's planned for the future, what it plans to do to get the economy back, health care, immigration, uh, uh, regulatory reform, how we're going to restore the American dream after this this, uh, pool of misery we find ourselves in. I'd stick strictly to the policy, and I wouldn't get off on, you know, getting personal with people. Uh, now, now my, our Democratic friends are going to try to bait the president the whole time during the week, but I would just, I'd just ignore it. Well, that, Jim Talent said an incumbent president has to run on their record. He's right about that. And it's a very, very yeah. good record, except for the virus coming in and making us shut down the economy. But we're rebounding pretty quickly. What's it like in Louisiana? Has the rebound occurred there? No, not to the extent that it should. We're still in phase two. Um, you know, I've really tried not to second-guess my governor through this. He happens to be a Democrat. Um, We're we're not making the progress that I'd hoped we would make. There are a variety of reasons for it. Look, we've learned two things uh, about this virus, and we have to act on what we know. Number one, it's contagious as hell. We know that. 
But number two, it's not nearly as lethal, thank God, as we thought. Out of every 1,000 people who get the virus, not every 1,000 people, every 1,000 people who get the virus, six are going to die. Now, that's six too many. But the the experts at first told us it was going to be far, far, far worse than that. And um, I think your actions have to be guided by the science and what you know, and that's what we know about about it. How much do you blame the Chinese Communist Party for the the devastation of the world's economy and the deaths that have occurred, Senator Kennedy? Well, a lot. Uh, The virus started there, and the Communist Party of China refuses to allow anyone, not just the United States, to uh, investigate how it started, the origins, how we can prevent it in the future. Uh, Australia, bless their heart, great folks in Australia, they said, look, we need a we need a worldwide investigation, and we hope the, the Chinese will cooperate, and, and uh, uh, China's punishing the heck out of Australia. And, and so, But uh, the Communist Party in China can run, but on this one, it can't hide. It's, it's impacted the whole world, and we're entitled to know what happened and who did it and what happened and how we can permit it in the future. Now, Secretary of State Pompeo said yesterday on Brett Baer's show, he's shocked that the Democrats have not discussed China at all. And the Trump campaign released a very hard-hitting ad about Joe Biden's 40 years of China uh, boosterism. Uh, Do you think that plays in the general election, or do they have to talk about, I think personally, deregulation and growth, deregulation and growth, and the Democrats will kill that? I mean, they will kill it dead. Well, here's why I think they want to avoid China. And and this is a... I think this is a factual statement. President Obama put Vice President Biden in charge of the foreign affairs of two countries, Ukraine and China. And one of his uh, children walked away from both countries with contracts worth billions of dollars. Uh, I don't know that anybody did anything wrong. I'm not saying they did or didn't, but I can tell you that message, the message that that sent to the world. Americans, America's foreign policy can be bought like a sack of potatoes. And I don't think um, the Democrats want to talk about that. Do you, do you think the Republicans should next week? I think, well, yes. I mean, it's just a fact. Um, everything I just said is factual. And, and you know the media will uh, attack whoever brings that up relentlessly, as they have done. When Tom Cotton brought it up on this show, he was attacked relentlessly because, well, let me play for you Donald Trump talking about the media center and get your comment on this. Here's the president this week. It's the media clip, gentlemen. Well, I think according to uh, most of the real people, not the fake news and and this uh, press that we're running against, because my biggest opponent isn't Biden. It's not the Democrats. It's the corrupt media. We have Senator Kennedy. If you bring up Hunter Biden, the media will go after you and anyone who brings him up. True. Um, But but that's not going to stop me from talking about what I want to talk about. Look, let me say it again. Whatever your bias is in reporting the facts, it's wrong. It may make you feel good for a second. It may get you a few extra clicks for a second. But in terms of the long-term health of journalism, they're eating themselves. And, they, well, and it's all premised on the fact they think the American people are morons. 
and that they can't see through this. The American people not only see through it, they've lost so much confidence in the media. The media now polls right up there with skim milk. I mean, it's it's they just they're killing they're they're cannibalizing themselves. Uh, they've monetized division, and they have put themselves blanket-wise into one corner or the other. On this show, I welcome your colleague, Chris Coons, Angus. Everyone is welcome here, but, boy, that is not the rule anymore in media. Last comment to you, Senator Kennedy. How are you feeling about November? I think it's going to be a close election, like all presidential elections. Um, it just, it, I mean, I, this is kind of hackneyed, but it's going to depend on turnout. I, I don't believe this poll, these polls of one side's ahead, 10 or 12 points. This country's pretty evenly split. split. I do think we'll hold the Senate. I don't know enough about the House to talk about it in the elections there. But I think it's going to be a really close election, and uh, whoever gets their vote out is going to win. I got a bonus question. You're on judiciary. We really need Lindsey Graham to win again. I think he'll do so easily. But your committee, among uh, very few, has worked very, very well. It has, and Lindsey will win his race. It'll be, it'll be a... Um, uh, uh, probably a little closer than it has been in the past, but but people on, on both sides are more passionate, and 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 that to a large extent is a good thing. Yeah. Um, I've supported Lindsay in getting the facts about what happened in in the uh, uh, the, the 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 dossier debacle or debacle rather, um, and I hope we'll continue to do it. I, I I just want to follow the facts and go where they lead, and I think there were a handful of people at the FBI and justice and maybe in our intelligence services that uh, acted on their political beliefs to try to influence uh, a presidential election and try to hurt a, a, a brand new president. And I think right. that's wrong, uh, no matter who the president is. Keep, keep up that and keep confirming judges. Uh, Senator Kennedy, great to talk to you as always. Thanks for spending time with me. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. The Democratic National Convention, or the virtual convention, provided for us a display of the battle going on for the heart and soul of the contemporary Democratic Party. On the one hand, we saw efforts to show moderation, for example, Republicans who are crossing over to support Joe Biden. And on the other are progressives like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who want to remake America into a socialist haven. But make no mistake about which side of the party is ascendant. You need only look at Biden's vice presidential nominee, Kamala Harris. She supported single-payer health care. She supported policies to decriminalize illegal border crossings. And she's called for a Green New Deal that would raise energy prices and, yes, kill millions of jobs. Don't be fooled by the show you saw last week. Joe Biden and the Democrats will pursue a radical left agenda if given the chance this November. Voters will have to make sure they do not have that chance. I'm Lon He Chair. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.